Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the host of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Berizuki. Welcome once again to Growing in Grace. I'm Mike Kapler, along with Joel Berizuki. We're getting together once again this week to talk about the grace of God and uh, its influence in our lives to remind all of us about this uh, identity and this position that we have in Jesus Christ, and it's a very exciting one. Joel? Well, how are you doing this week, Mike? I got just a lot of thankfulness in my heart. You know, it's day in and day out that I'm I'm just so thankful for the gospel and and for the good news of Jesus taking all of this stuff, you know, taking our sin upon himself, uh, because I just, I know that I never could have, have borne this all by myself every day. Uh, you know, there's something I do, whether it's, you know, I mean, that's just a reminder of, of how weak and fragile I am and how just how much God's grace is needed every single day in my life. I agree. Uh, you know, even during those times where you're not having a good day, a good week, a good year, um, we all go through challenges. I, I know there's there's some things that we've been challenging with, uh, or we've been challenged with as, as a family here recently. And, you know, it can really get you down sometimes. It's very draining. And I'm one of these people, Joel, as you probably know, that I, I don't blame God for it. I, I don't even think it's necessarily God's will for what I'm going through. I don't think everything I go through that's uh, bad is always God's will. That's just something I've chosen to believe based on my interpretation of the Scripture. You know, uh, because I, I believe God is good. And just we're living in a fallen world. And there are times where crud comes your way here in this life. But the good news is that God has created us to be overcomers in Jesus Christ, and he will be with you every step of the way, whether it's his desire for you to go through something or not. He'll be with you every step of the way and get you through it. And that's what I count on, and, and that's the good news of the gospel, that unconditional love and knowing that God cares about everything I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we're, as human beings, we were created from the dust of the earth, you know, back going back to Adam. And when God first formed man, he, he took the dust of the earth and, and from man, uh, he or from the dust of the earth, he created man and, and mankind was created by God. And it's just, it's a miraculous thing. It's something we can't even comprehend. And then Adam, of course, uh, through through Adam, sin entered the world. And like you say, all kinds of things come our way that that a lot of people do blame God for. But I, I'm with you in that a lot of this stuff. The you know we think well everything that happens it must God must have just wanted that to happen and for His own reasons and for His own purposes. And and I'm sure there's a lot of things that we don't understand that are of God that He's doing things in the background. But Indeed, every good and perfect gift, every good and perfect gift is from above. That's what the Bible says. God is good, and and the things that we go through aren't necessarily things that we could even attribute to God at all. And so we do want to encourage each other and and everyone listening in the goodness of God. Well, Mike, I had something on my mind. uh, Treasures. I, I don't know if there's stuff in your life that you treasure. I know I have all kinds of things that I treasure, whether it's whether it's our families, our health. Mike, I know you're involved kind of in a you know part time in a, in a health and nutrition business, and that's something you do. I, you know you take your health and nutrition seriously. Um, we treasure our families. We treasure the possessions that we have. You know, you or I, neither one of us are really rich according to the riches of this world, but 
there are certain things that we treasure and we find you know we lock our car doors we lock our houses and we make sure that nobody can get to our treasures and uh, what i'm leading up to here is um the treasure that's talked about in second corinthians 4 in second corinthians 4 paul is writing about a certain treasure god has this treasure that he placed in us Instead of reading this whole passage in 2 Corinthians 4, uh, starting at verse 1 and going maybe through uh, through 12 or so, if you want to look at that sometime on your own, basically what the treasure is, it's G- it's the gospel, the gospel message. It, you know, the, the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. And you would think that if God has this awesome, awesome, wonderful treasure that's so valuable to all of mankind... Uh, the gospel message, you would think that God would find a safe, secure place to keep his treasure. Uh, but Second Corinthians 4 uh, says, uh, says something kind of to the opposite of that. It says, but we have this treasure in jars of clay. Clay jars. I mean, these are, you know, if, you know clay jar is basically something that's weak, something that's fragile, uh, something that really, it's easily breakable. God put this treasure in us, you and me, weak, fragile jars of clay. And it's it's something that, on the one hand, could really blow blow your mind. I mean, you think, why would God want to do that? <laughs> well, and which version are you reading out of, Joel? Well, I got the NIV, of course, the famous jars of clay version. Yeah, well, and I knew when you told me about this, uh, this passage of Scripture that we would be going through, I knew the New King James, which I read quite a bit, uh, for those who are getting thrown off there, um, who probably, you probably don't have your Bible in front of you like we do, uh, we have this treasure in earthen vessels, if that rings a bell. Um, and as soon as you said jars of clay, Joel, I knew that that's what my translation said. But the, but the point being, even even with what we talked about just a little bit ago, because Paul goes on to say about all the challenges and, and persecutions and, and different things that he had to go through or that he and some of his fellow believers were, were going through, crushed sometimes, but... They were not in despair and persecuted, but not forsaken. That, that's kind of what we started out talking about, is that uh, sometimes we feel weak, but he living in us, uh, he is strong, and he can overcome anything that is thrown in your path. Indeed, he can overcome anything that's thrown, thrown in our path. And, you know, what, this, what the verse in, in 2 Corinthians 7, or 2 Corinthians 4 Verse seven goes on to say, you know, tells us why that why God chose the weak things of the world, why God chose us, earthen vessels, made from the dust of the earth, basically jars of clay. It says that this treasure is in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. That right there is of great encouragement to me because, man, day in and day out, if I were to simply just look at myself. As, as a weak vessel, which is what I am in and of myself, there'd be no hope. There'd be absolutely no hope because I would want to overcome sin. I would want to overcome the things of this world. I would want to be hard-pressed on every side, but yet I'd be crushed. I'd, I'd want to get out of despair, but I'd remain in despair. But as you were kind of alluding to later on in the uh, a few verses later, you know, Paul says we're hard-pressed, but we're not crushed. We're perplexed, but we're not in despair. And you know, we're persecuted, but we're not abandoned, and so on and so forth. The reason for that is because the power isn't from us, the jars of clay, but God keeps this treasure in us because it's his power, and it's it's all of him. 
And as we keep moving on through that chapter, Joel, I, I love this verse um, down in, in uh, 4.16 of Second Corinthians. Paul starts uh, to, to sum up a little bit what he's been going through for quite a while in that chapter. He says, Therefore we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing. Again, this is New King James. Yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. So even though your body is getting older, and it will probably someday die, um, it gets weaker. Uh, really, the real you living inside of that jar of clay, that, that real you that's living within this earthen vessel, living inside your body, that's the real you. That's your spirit. You are renewed day by day. Remember, you're an eternal being uh, created in the image of God and, and born again into his kingdom. You, your spirit, the real you, will live forever. You're an eternal being. And, and yes, bodies die, and uh, when, when that happens, we, we slip out of that and we move into eternity. And, and that's, that's exciting to me, though, that even though we may start to get gray hair or no hair, put on a few pounds and get some wrinkles, uh, the real you is renewed day by day. Ah, that's good news. And, you know, the Bible does, says, does say that we should try to, you know, we renew our minds daily. Whether that would be through encouraging talks uh, like, like you and I, Mike, try to have uh, here on Grace Walk Radio. We just try to encourage each other and whoever's listening, whether it's through Bible reading, whether it's through, you know, going to a church where, you know, this gospel message, the good news is preached, where you can where you can go and be refreshed, or get together with a group of friends, or or through prayer or whatever, renewing our minds daily in the truth of the goodness of God, how good He is, and that and that uh, the power uh, that we live from isn't our own power, but it's it's this all surpassing power, this overcoming power that's from God and not from us. Because I I know I mean I I'll be the first to raise my hand when it comes to vouching for human weakness when when it's just me when I just think about me all by myself apart from God. But I love what you were getting at just a little bit ago, Mike. Inside the jar of clay, inside the weak body, there is a spirit that's been born again. It's been made a new creation. It's been renewed. And it's been regenerated by the Holy Spirit. Now, Titus talks about that a little bit. You know, it's been renewed and regenerated by the Holy Spirit. And that power is from God and not from us. And that's where the overcoming power is. So, I mean, if you're feeling in and of yourself that you're weak, if you're feeling that, man, I just can't live this Christian life, or if you're feeling that, I don't know what God's called me to do, or maybe you do know what God's called you to do, but you're just having a hard time getting things going, getting the ball rolling, whatever. You're probably in the right place. At least that's a good starting place to realize that you're weak, that you're a jar of clay, that there's nothing you can do about it. But then you can look within, not to within your own power, but to that power uh, that comes from God. Uh, that's where we find the overcoming, the victory, and, and everything that we need for godliness and following through on what God has called us to do. Well, the last verse in the chapter, Joel, Second Corinthians 4.18, uh, my Bible says, Well, we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. That almost sounds like an oxymoron, doesn't it? We look at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So when you're going through a difficult time, it's so important, again, to begin to rely on his strength and to listen to his voice. Let me give you an example. Just the other day, I think it was yesterday, I was on the phone with somebody 
who I was uh, giving some information to, and I was trying to get uh, some information from them as to how I could get together with them. I think her husband was going to come over to our house. In any case, I was looking out my window, and I saw uh, a crow going after a squirrel. (laughs) (laughs) And I was watching that because it was right outside my window, and I thought, oof. What I was seeing caused me, because the, the woman on the other end of the phone was continuing to talk to me about what I needed to know. I totally didn't hear a word she was saying for about <laughs> 10 seconds. And then I, I had to apologize because she got done talking and I said, I'm sorry. I just saw a crow <laughs> attacking a squirrel outside of my window and I didn't catch what you said. And it's that way. Sometimes we get our eyes on the physical, on the things that are around us, on our problems. And we don't always hear the voice that's trying to lead and guide us within our own heart. Ah, yeah. And, he, you know, that voice is so loving, so kind, and uh, ever so powerful. More powerful than we'll probably ever give him credit for. Uh, well, once again, uh, our time is done here. I'm leaving this conversation encouraged as usual. And uh, I, I'm just so thankful Mike, uh, to have these conversations with you every week here on Grace Walk Radio. We'll be back again uh, next time for more talk about this wonderful grace of God. I do want to let you know, the listener, that if you want to get a hold of us for any reason, graceroots.org, that's a website where you can uh, just browse around a little if you want. There's not much there, but there is a, a little place where you can send a little message to us if you want. Thanks again for listening. This is Growing in Grace with Joel Brzezicki and Mike Kaplan. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Baruzaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ.